Hello, this is the WP Builds newsletter number 10. It was published on the 30th of April 2018 and it covers the week beginning the 23rd of April 2018. Just a couple of things to mention. We've now got a Slack channel. If you want to join in on join in with us on Slack, it's wpbuilds.com forward slash Slack. Um, and also to say that if you um, would like to purchase main WP, we've got a code for that. It's just WP builds and it gets you, gets you 25% off any of the licenses. Uh, and also there's um, a promotion running at the moment for Smart Slider 3. And you can find the, the details for those on the adverts on the WP Builds website. Right, great. Let's get stuck into the news then, shall we? Get you started on your Monday morning. Okay, this is from the WP Tavern. And it's the fact that the iOS app for WordPress and Gutenberg don't get along. If you were to edit things in Gutenberg and then go and subsequently sub-edit them again on the iOS app, when you come back, you find all sorts of shortcodes embedded. Um, and it works in badly in the opposite direction as well. So just a little warning, if you've written a very long, complicated piece and you're a user of the iOS app, probably hold off if you've migrated already to Gutenberg um, until that all gets fixed. Probably, you know, edit in one um, and stick with that for now. The next one is just something of great interest to me. It was it's um, an, an, a book called Milestones, the story of WordPress. And it's at milestonesbook.wordpress.com. And it literally is that. It's a story um, of, of the history of WordPress. It's a great big long free book, which is uh, available on GitHub in all the usual epub.mobi and all of that kind of stuff. Um, and you can download it and find out about the history of WordPress in great, great detail. You know, it's a proper thick book. So if you're into your WordPress history, like I am, go check it out. Okay, um, Toolset, a popular plugin for creating custom post types and views, have decided to end their lifetime license. We talked about this a few weeks ago. They've done it, and obviously, you know, they've had um, an, an interesting week since that happened. People are frustrated and so on. So they've written a post uh, called Why We're Not Going to Offer Any More Lifetime Account accounts for toolset and in this Amir, the CEO of On The Go Systems enumerates all of his points. So how it wasn't working financially for them, it was support intensive and, and why they've done this really. And I, my personal impression is this is a good way to get out in front of it. it. I knew that it was happening a long time in advance, but apparently some of the users didn't. So anyway, there you go. If, if you're a toolset user and you're puzzled by this, go and check this article out by Amir. Okay, the next one is to say that Beaver Builder is now on version 2.1. It's called Red Ridge. Um, it's now got inline editing, so you can actually, you know, fiddle with the text on the actual text area itself rather than going into the sort of meta box, if you like, um, and the, you know, the, the little widget to the side or the floating widget. And so this this just improves things. There's a notification center, and also they they are ready for Gutenberg. They've got a, an on-offable way of making um, your posts use Beaver Builder or Gutenberg, and, and I think that's all very cool. Um, there's various other bits and pieces, but I won't go into those. They're the main highlights, if you like. Okay, the next one is from the Talk magazine, T-O-R-Q-U-E, talkmag.io. Um, and it, this is really for those people who are new to WordPress, who've not really used it too much in the past and are possibly feeling a bit of overwhelm from the amount of available plugins. Um, I had to go through this. And basically, it's just a, a very long article. Well, it's not that long. It's quite long. It, uh, indicating what, what might be the good ways for you to avoid the pitfalls of installing 
poor quality um, plugins, how to find the good ones. It's the usual stuff. There's nothing new here if you've been doing this um, WordPress gig for a while. It's really for the newbies and it explains where to go look for them, how you can sort of get yourself familiar with the techniques that you need to have for finding good quality plugins and so on. And, you know, it's things like looking at the reviews on wordpress.org, how often it's been updated, the number of active installs, that kind of thing. Okay. The next one is from the Astra, wpastra.com, the makers of the Astra theme. And they go into why you might want to switch over to HTTP2, HTTP1, which is which I think was an invention of Tim Berners-Lee, um, came along 18, 20 years ago, and it doesn't allow things like concurrent um, requests for additional assets. So, for example, if you want to load various things from different places on the internet, you need to do one and then the other and put them all um, one at a time. But now you can do things in parallel. You can do header compression and server push technologies are all in HTTP2 and it just very briefly explains why it might be a good idea to ask your host if this is possible because simply by changing to over to HTTP2 you might be able to double the the speed at which your site loads which as we know is a very important thing. Okay, Yoast um, have spent quite a long time looking at the recent change to Google's algorithm. Google recently decided they were going to change the allowable lengths of meta descriptions from 160 to 320 characters. What's interesting is um, Yoast did quite a sort of semi-scientific way of checking how this all worked out. And essentially what they found is that Google's just going to put together whatever they think best. So, you know, essentially, if you make the first paragraph a good quality paragraph, no matter what you put in the meta description, it would appear that the, the first paragraph is going to be what they use for the meta description anyway um, and will appear in the Google search. Not entirely cotton dried like that, but that's what they sort of found out. Anyway, if you're into SEO, um, go and check that article out. If you have clients, MainWP's blog is this week telling us all about client reports and how to keep clients engaged with client reports and how to retain clients. It's the, the sort of stuff that you've probably used before. If you're using services like MainWP, you can create client reports and schedule on them on a weekly, monthly, however long basis. And I use them simply to just kind of keep the clients in the loop. Look, look this is what we've updated this month. This is what we've um, done for your site this month. This is what's going on and where the where WordPress is at and what level the plugins are up to and all of this kind of stuff. Um, and it's just an article about what, what clients might want to see. You know, don't bamboozle them, don't give them too much, but a few reasons why you should use them. And primarily, it's a good way of keeping you front and center of your client's mind. We all know that people are blocking ads with ad blockers and WP Solver this week um, highlights a plugin which you can download, which will give you an indication as to whether ad blockers are being used when your site is served up. Now, this isn't actually important for me, but if you were um, running a site or maintaining a site or building a site for which advertising is utterly crucial, this might be a key thing to know. And you might like to say to the people who are blocking the ads, look, would you mind please giving us a break and, um, you know, uninstalling the ad block or at least allowing an exception for us on this occasion? People might be willing to do that. So it's maybe worth um, explaining that. 
Okay, the WP Shout website has got a very, very, very nice long article all about what it is that you might might need to look for when comparing WordPress, WordPress, should I say, security plugins. There's an awful lot out there. I mean, they've listed about 10 or more. Um, and it, it compares those things, but but not only that, it gives you the the tools in your head to compare them, um, so that you're armoured with. Okay, you, I need to get a new security plugin. What should I be looking for? What kind of technologies should I be expecting them to implement? And and it's beautifully laid out and gives you a good strong set of um, set of techniques for what you should be looking for. Okay, that's the WordPress stuff for this week. Now we're moving on to the non-WordPress stuff. Google is going to start making audio content, for example, this audio content searchable. Now, goodness me, that's quite impressive. So they're in some way going to scan the audio file, listen to it and take hints as to what the content was about. I don't know if they're going to literally take every single word and have that indexed, but the, the idea here is that I think that they return a few keywords. So on in this particular case, hopefully they would ascertain from this that we were talking about um, Google and news and WordPress, and they would, um, you know, help you out in that regard. So fascinating, especially if you make audio like a podcast like I'm doing right now. Okay, the next one is on the Content Snare website, and it's a post by Imogen Allen explaining how she manages her client expectations for project success. Uh, Imogen is somebody that I met at WordCamp London a few weeks ago, so I'm delighted that I came across this article on the contentsnare.com website where she explains um, all, all the stuff that is very important, you know, don't, don't jump in too quickly, how to find out the right information, what to do next, how to break it down, check in regularly, all of that good stuff. So if, you, um, if you've got some new clients coming up or you're new to this and you're worried about how to go through that process, have a look at Imogen's article on the contentsnare.com website. The last two come from um, TechCrunch. And the first one is just, it's a little bit of a, a pet thing of mine. I love crypto and I love this guy. He's called Moxie Marlin Spike. Um, and he's the creator of the Signal Protocol, which is used by things like WhatsApp, um, and he's decided to join forces with a variety of other people and release a privacy-centric cryptocurrency. At the moment, cryptocurrencies are not particularly private, and goodness me, I don't know why you would want it to be enormously private, but he's decided to take this on, and honestly, if he's doing it, I would trust it entirely because his stuff is just the business. Probably of no interest to you anyway, but there you go. The last one may be Opera. The browser vendor that's been around for absolutely ages has released a new um, mobile-friendly browser called Opera Touch. I say mobile-friendly, it's compatible with the regular desktop version, but it's got a few nice little tweaks like thumb navigation and the fact that you can simply click a button and it will immediately replicate what's on the mobile version over onto your desktop. So there's quite a few nice little touches. Um, I think it's really good. I love the fact that there's still some competition and that they are still in the game, despite the fact that Chrome and Firefox are kind of dominating. Um, And also it it appears to block ads as well. So great. Uh, Good luck to Opera for all of their stuff. That's it. Thank you very much for listening to this week's WordPress news from WP Builds. Go over to wpbuilds.com and check out the website there. We'd certainly appreciate that. Thanks a lot and I hope you enjoy your week. Bye bye.